the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Woo! It's Friday night. Yes, 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 indeed it is. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is uh, Friday night. We're rolling into uh, Mardi Gras weekend down from where I'm from. I actually got my bestie in town from New Orleans here. Normally, I would be at CPAC this year. I didn't go down there uh, this year, but we're going to have a live report in moments for you from what's going on down in CPAC. And I'm glad because I want to. I want to get. I want to find out what uh, leaders in the conservative movement the Republican Party are saying that what from the boots on the ground as to what the plan is going into the midterms to deal with Joe Biden, who asked Congress apparently today. Yeah, I'm going to get right into it in Ukraine. I'm going to I'm going to bring in my buddy here in a moment. But I got to start off with the fact that he has the gall to ask for six point four billion dollars for Ukraine for this mess that in many ways he created. We're going to talk about that. Of course, Friday means Bob Walters, and we're going to continue to keep the pressure on because whatever the ultimate went went on in terms of the the, the Biden administration laying the foundation for Putin to go into Ukraine, and there's lots of speculation and ideas behind that, and I've got my own that it, it, we are, we still understand what's happening on the ground here in the United States. Right. In terms of what what Biden has done to this country in just a matter of 14 months and what the game plan is to continue to destroy the fabric of this nation going forward. There's other issues we got to We've got to get into and we've got to stay focused on. We cannot allow them to force us to be obsessed over Putin, Putin, Putin when um, we've got somebody in our own White House. Uh, that aims to destroy us. So that's one of the reasons why we're going to be uh, finding out what's happening on the ground in CPAC and also why Bob Walters will be here for his Friday segment to continue to keep the focus on the, on what's happening in our schools uh, uh, as they continue to be the indoctrination centers and the left continues to, to fight to regain, keep any control that they have over our children as part of these COVID restrictions. Later on in the show, we've got our Hero of the Week and Stink of, of the Week. Um, before I go any further, though, I got to bring in my brother this night and every night of the week. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only. It's DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, these are probably the scariest times I can remember living in in quite some time. It is because what we it's this has the potential to go really, really bad for the end enti- and for the entire world. And we're already hearing rumblings that the U.S. will get involved. And we're hearing that actually from the Republicans. We already have troops in the area, dedication for more troops in the area. When Biden is asking for $6.8 billion to fund this, what would we need to be spending $6.8 billion on skins if it wasn't to send troops? And didn't we just get out of a never-ending war? What is he doing? Right. Well, I, I may have some theories for, for what uh, what is he doing and why he's doing it later on in the show as part of my stink of the week. But I want to take it down to CPAC because I'm curious as to what what uh, the uh, you know CPAC typically every year, as you guys know, is where the where the leaders of the conservative movement, those in media, those leading grassroots efforts, those running PACs, those running for office, those in office. I mean, of course, we, you know, Trump is going to be speaking there. DeSantis has already spoken there. 
And I want to know what's going on, uh, you know, within the party and what people are saying down in CPAC regarding this. So I'm super excited to have Nathan Brand on with us. He's a communications from the communications department, a director for the RNC. And he's actually at CPAC all the way from Florida. It's super late his time. I've watched him on TV today, so I know he's busy and probably wore slap out. So I'm super excited to have him here. Hello, Nathan. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. I'm so excited to be uh, coming to you live from uh, Orlando, Florida. Well, yeah, I was watching you earlier on my friend Gina's uh, outfit, Real America's Voice, and I was super excited by, you know, your energy and your optimism. We know um, that, uh, you know, Biden's poll numbers uh, first year was a complete failure, uh, according to a majority of Americans. Of course, it's shocking, Nathan, when I see 65 percent of Democrats or something say it's been a success. I mean, what in the world? I mean, are they looking at this mess in Ukraine and thinking that this is a success when it's over six dollars a gallon of gas here in California? Is that their idea of of success, Nathan? Oh, I I don't know what they're what they're watching or who they're listening to, because maybe it's just CNN and some of the garbage corporate media out there. But for for the rest of us, and I I feel bad for all y'all in uh California paying $6 a gallon, but the rest of the country is headed that way too. Mm-hmm. But we are looking at an administration. We were coming up on the State of the Union on Tuesday, and the State of the Union at this point is not looking very good under Joe Biden. When- and you're out. You're absolutely right about that. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is that we were already in dire economic straits because one of the first things he did was shut down keys. One of the first things he did was impose economic sanctions on the United States of America, far tougher than anything he's done with with Putin. Right. Shutting down the Keystone yep. pipeline, shutting down drilling permits. Um, you know, um, he, then he gives the Nord Stream 2 to Putin. I mean, he's literally aiding and abetting Putin and has been from the beginning. He's still not going to open up. Uh, 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 drilling and open up the Keystone Pipeline for Americans. And now we're talking about U.S. troops possibly being engaged. What's the word down in CPAC? What is everybody? We've got everybody, anybody who's involved in the Republican Party and conservative movement down there. What's the word? Oh, you are you nailed it. There is more energy in people are fired. The conservative movement is more fired up than ever. They are seeing the failures and across the spectrum. CPAC is a unique event where you get a lot of young people, college kids that come together. And then you get to some of the old blood of the Republican Party who lived under Jimmy Carter and the failures of the previous administrations, going Obama and Clinton and going all the way back. They are seeing all of that played out again with failed liberal policies that are raising the prices, um, getting us in messes in Ukraine and Afghanistan and across the globe. And then also just watching what's going on at our southern border. So all these issues are motivating folks. Um, they are fired up for the midterms because that's really our mm-hmm. our chance to hold Biden Democrats accountable for endless failures, which they have proven not only that they are willing to fail, but they just don't care that they're hurting people here at home, out abroad, and um, we are in worse shape as a result uh, because of the failures. I know Tulsi Gabbard spoke tonight at the, uh, I'm not sure if she's spoken yet, it's about just after nine there, at the Reagan dinner tonight. What did she talk about and how was she received? So she's going to go on in a few minutes. Okay. I know their invitation out to Tulsi is, she is someone who's spoken out against the cancel culture nonsense. 
um, the left, the censoring of the left that has been going on for far too long. Um, and she's willing, like, I don't agree with Tulsi on much, but she's willing to speak out on that. And I think it's neat that they invited her. I do, too. And she's also hawkish when it comes to national security. I'm curious how many people down there are all like, yes, this is good that, that you know, we're dedicating money and, you know, possibly troops to this. Or there are people like we have no we have too many issues like our southern border going on, like cancel culture, like CRT being pushed in our schools, like inflation going on here. We don't we really shouldn't be focused at all on what's happening there over in Ukraine because we and, and that and, and you look, we've got this trucker convoy on the way to D.C. to try to deal with the overreaching tyrannical government that's going on with the Biden administration. What are you what What can you tell me about the 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 uh, where, where where the people's thoughts are in terms of whether we should even be focused on Ukraine at all or just focused on what's going on here? Yeah. It's a great question. And the beauty of CPAC and honestly, the beauty of our Republican Party is there are diverse views on some of these issues and where our focus needs to be. Um, All that said is the focus is we need to win. I think that is the universal thing. Trump ran on this um, a couple of times and um, and that's what fired up so many people. It's like we're tired of losing. Republicans are tired of um, giving caving in to Democrats. Uh, we need to win. So that was the big focus on this week is we are committed to winning in the midterm. So however the Ukraine plays out and the policy discussions that go into that are the different pieces of how we fix our economy and get prices down. All those conversations are important. But I think one thing that on on the ground here, folks are most fired up on is getting out the vote, getting out the ground game early to build the infrastructure to win in November up and down the ballot. It's not just governor's races or congressional races we're talking school board races with the the crt and kind of the woke garbage being pushed around in our schools right now and all the masks and all that all that nonsense up and down the ballot which is pretty neat too they're highlighting folks who are on school boards they're talking to parents it is a donald trump down the school boards republicans are fired up um, at every level here at cpac well, I, that has to be the focus. And I've been encouraging people on my show here to run for office, support those who are running for office. We've got to focus on the on the local level. And we've got to take back the House and the Senate. We have to do it. When you look at what this man is doing to destroy this nation and, he, and what is going on in Ukraine was not inevitable. It could have been stopped. And it is going to it is going to have further implications economically and from a financial security standpoint. As this has happened, then China is in emboldened. Iran is emboldened. North Korea is emboldened. And that makes us weaker. We're weaker. We're weaker economically right now. We're also weaker militarily right now as we've purged out members of the military with these stupid shot mandates on them. And we are I am I have never been more concerned about the future of my country right now. And we and I'm glad that people are down there and focused on taking back our country. Then we have to be focused on accountability, Nathan. We have to be focused on using the power that we have, not squandering it. And this man needs to be impeached. His son needs to be dragged into a court of law, including Joe Biden. Impeachment isn't even good enough for him. And you know who else does, Nathan? We need to see some accountability in the FBI and the DOJ and the deep state, including Hillary Clinton. So that's what. So first of all, we got to win, and then we've got to have some accountability. Thank, I know it's been a long day for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for calling in tonight and uh, have some fun down there. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrea. I'm glad I was able to join you. Thank you. Take good care. 
Um, okay, some breaking news that I want to get into before I take a break, um, uh, continuing on with this Ukraine, Ukraine discussion. I know that uh, Zelensky got a lot of criticism yesterday, and I didn't even bring this up to you, Skins. It's, I'd like to get your perspective. He actually said yesterday, I thought it was, if you're 18 to 49, you don't leave this country. I think he either he either always had it at 18 to 60 or he's expanded it to 18 to 60. People thought that was horrible. But you know what? How, how many times do we say here, why are these people coming up from Central and South America into our country to flee what's going on there? How come they don't stay and fight, right? Yeah, exactly. What would you do here? Right. Exactly. You stay and fight for your homeland. There was some, um, my bestie Liz sent me this article. There was some little 80-year-old man who went to try to sign up to fight for this country. I heard about this. I mean, just about broke my heart. There was a video coming out from this woman today, this Ukrainian woman who went up and got in the face of this Russian soldier soldier, and and actually used the F word on him and said, what are you doing in my country? And he was kind of like, he was like, well, I don't He didn't even know how to respond to her. I'm surprised he didn't take a, what is it, a Kalishka cough or whatever it is and, you know, shove a balaclava up or upper, but he didn't. He Should backed down. up for their country. They, they need them. And, and you know, and I, I, am a, I am impressed by the Ukrainian will to fight to save our country. And that's what we need to have for our own country here. Right. Amen. Yeah. Um, it also, um, at the same time, you've got to be clearly objectively looking at the the actions of of what has gone on and recognize and connect the dots that Joe Biden and nobody in the administration is stupid. He did not underestimate Putin. He knew exactly what Putin was going to do when he funded him with with by shutting by making us weaker and giving him the Nord Stream too, right? At the same time as what's going on here, the um his DOJ Merrick Garland's DOJ has ended, this is breaking news today, thanks to Skins, he has ended the Trump-era China initiative program to fight espionage. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. This is the same China that during the Obama-Biden administration hacked into our government workers' database and stole the identity of 40,000 government workers in this country, and absolutely nothing was done to them. And get this, get their excuse, that... They felt that this was, it depicted the department as racist instead of keeping them focusing on combating threats, right? Do you think, um, do you think that the de- Department of Justice, when they did their counterterrorism initiative and counterterrorism group declaring parents who spoke up at school board meetings as domestic terrorists, and they weren't worried about, about the perception of, of the, how the department was depicted then, were they skins? No, not at all. But uh, Andrea, these, uh, us parents, we're, we're the real threat to this country. Right, right. Um, the, I, I feel like it's shock and awe of all the different ways in which the left and the Biden administration has allowed uh, uh, this this country uh, in just such a quick, short amount of time. But it really isn't, because if you think about it, Skins, it feels as though he's done so much damage in 14 months. But this has been brewing, right? Oh, it's been a slow burn, for sure. It's been a slow burn. It's been death by a thousand cuts. And I'm tired of people giving Joe Biden the benefit of the doubt, saying that that he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, him and whoever's pulling his strings knows exactly what he is doing. Yeah, there was new um, economic sanctions on Putin today, Um, whether or not they do any damage that the the, the cook, the you know, what's the expression that the cake's been cooked? He's already in. He's already killed people. Did you guys see the video today? of These guys on Snake Island on the loudspeaker telling the Russians in Ukrainian or in Russian, whatever, it, it, you know, go blank yourselves. 
and then they take the bomb. You know, it's just this is devastating. There was one soldier over there who, you know, killed himself, blew, blew himself up with a bomb to stop a bridge. My heart goes out to the Ukrainian people. Yeah. So, you know what, Joe Biden, you know, the, the Democrats always like to act like they're, they're the party that cares about people. They don't care about people. They don't care who they hurt. And I'm old enough to remember that it was Hillary Clinton as, as secretary of state under the Obama and Biden administration with the help of Robert Mueller. Mr. Special Investigator over the Russian collusion hoax. He was the one who delivered the sample of Uranium One. Okay, you idiots out there hashtagging Trump as the Russian asset. Are you do you are you aware? Are you aware that it was the Obama administration who gave our uranium reserves to Russia? Did you know that when Hillary Clinton went over there and made a fool of herself hitting the reset button, you know, the old Office Max or whatever was reset button, what she was resetting, what she ended up doing was working as the business development arm for Russia, setting up the Russian Silicon Valley. And as she got major corporations to invest in Russia, to build jo- to build manufacturing plants, to create jobs in Russia, those same companies were lining her pockets with the Clinton Foundation. Like you've been talking about, Andrea, we've all but encouraged them. We, 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 not all, but we have. We funded them with taxpayer dollars. And this man has no, had no business getting anywhere near the White House. And when we take back the House and the Senate, we must hold these people accountable. We can maybe survive a Joe Biden, though, but we can't survive anybody that would be tweeting out today, Trump is the, is the Russian asset. I am beside myself as to where we're at in this country because a huge amount of the problem is the morons that voted for him and that still think Trump is the problem. I'm well past the point of a break, which makes me the problem for my show right now. So we're going to come back and shift gears and bring in my buddy, Bob Walters. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I've calmed down just a little bit. During the break, and actually before I bring in Bob Walters, I got to read a couple quotes that I think are brilliant today. Uh, former Marine, although I know there's not former Marines out there, here's what he had to say uh, this morning. He said, one minute you're in favor of socialism spreading across the United States. The next minute you're condemning socialism spreading across Europe. Make up your mind, please. But I'm wow. t- good bazinga, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of smart, that was a smart comment. Uh, one of the smartest people I know was Bob Walters, successful businessman, patriot. Talk about wanting to, to get active at the, gra- at, at the local level and try to change things from gra- grassroots activism. He's really been at the forefront of it with schools, and he's with us every Friday and as well as he is tonight. And I'm glad to have him with me. Hello, Bob Walters. Hello. Good to be here. Thank you. Anything you want to say about Ukraine before we talk about the schools? Oh, it's pathetic. I I feel sorry for the Ukrainians having to go through this, but uh, uh, and I don't know where it's going to end. I don't think it's going to end with Ukraine. You no. do something. All they're doing is cutting off his his benefits in America. Oh, okay, that's going to stop him. Sure. Right, and I guarantee you, you know, um, high schoolers, college kids, and all that they're they're just believing all this. Um, propaganda about, you know, Trump and about, you know, bad America, you know, and all this kind of stuff that's going on. I mean, kids today aren't educated about, um, the USSR, the evils of communism, right? Um, which, which goes to that, that statement I just read by the Marine. I mean, the United States today is trying to spread the very ideology across this country, right? That Putin was all about. That's true. Well, it's just, uh, it's, it's pathetic what's, what's going on. And you, you look at what's, what they're doing to react to it is pretty poor. 
It is. It's terrible. But we, yeah. but, it, and as awful as it is, we've got to continue to be focused. We, part of the reason why the Biden administration is doing this and encouraged Putin to go in there from a variety of different means is they don't want us focused on what's happening here in the United States as we go into the midterms, right? Yeah. That's true. And that's why we've got to keep the focus on issues happening here in the states and what this administration is doing, because they're hoping that we're going to ignore it and rally behind Biden over, you know, this military stuff. So let's get back focused like we do on Fridays. What's going on in our schools? All right. Well, you've got Kali Fontanella, who loved teaching at Rancho San Juan High School in Salinas, but did not like the intrusion of CRT infiltrating into the classes. I left the word not off my notes. When the school administrators decided publicly this was not true, she resigned because it was a falsehood they were presenting to the public. And she said, quote, I'm a black teacher, but find it, but find allowing CRT and the BLM indoctrination is unbalanced, too political, and will only do more harm than good. She resigned and she moved to Florida, which is a good state, I guess, if you're going to be a a patriotic teacher. Well, good. I mean, part of me wishes she had stayed because I think she could have been a good force in, in that school district. But, you know, I think that there's just so many people that are just like, you know, what, throwing their hands up and walking away and just, you know, and maybe that's what we need to be doing, you know, is if we can and just go and keep the red areas red because that at least stops the, the whole country from turning into California. True. Then you got the LA Unified School District claimed for years and up to even a few months ago that it had 600,000 students and was getting paid by the federal government for that many students in classes. But it turns out now that the actual number is 430,000. That's all I've had for two years. Yet they got millions in unwanted, unwarranted money that enriched the teachers, but not the remaining students who were in the classes. Wow. Um, so now what happens? Is there any reports that they're going to have to pay the money back at least? I don't know about paying it back, but the government did get word of the 430,000 count, and they cut the money off back to that appropriate level for those that lower number of students. And of course, we of course the taxpayers got nothing for that for those millions of dollars. Absolutely nothing. And neither did the students. Not a dime of education. Ah, pathetic. And then you got Norwood School District in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania, voted five to four to remove CNN as a mandatory 10-minute broadcast in the homeroom classes in the middle school. I, I didn't know that was ever going on anywhere. I didn't either. I mean, you know, that's, that's good to ban. I mean, can you, what would, the, what would these Libbies be saying if Fox News or One American News was, you know, pumped into classrooms for 10 minutes a day in homeroom? I know. <laughs> that wouldn't last long at all. And, 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 and when was this pulled? I mean, what, was it, you know, um, I, I mean, what did, what does it take? What did, what did they finally uh, pull it because of Jeffrey Tubin touching himself story? Or was it after Chris Cuomo got arrested, got um, forced out because he sexually assaulted somebody? I mean, they just, I, I mean, we've, we've known for a while that CNN was the creepy news network of perverts over there and pedophiles on top of being communist uh, propaganda, but I guess the schools just, you know, kept showing it every day. Well, they got parental uh, complaints about it, so that must have been enough to trigger it. I'll check a little further. That's okay. You've given us enough. That was awesome. That was good news. I love it. All right. Then College Crazies, a former UCLA race lecturer, was arrested for threatening to shoot up the philosophy department at the University of Colorado in an 800-page manifesto, which is 
Hard to believe he. <laughs> what? 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 Start, no, start over. Well, who, who, he he was a professor of what before he decided to become like a unabomber? Race and social justice. So, so his idea of social justice is just what you know, um, you know, uh, gunning down a, a, a school. Yeah, because he didn't agree with their philosophy department and what they were saying, so he threatened to kill them all. So his philosophy is is mass murder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, where you're at. <laughs> well, in some ways, it's very symbolic of Black Lives Matter, of communism in general. Isn't that isn't that the philosophy that ended up with 100 to 200 million people dead under communism? It's my way of the highway, right? That's right. Afraid so. And he had staff at Britain's Northampton University issued a warning on George Orwell's book, 1984, on the grounds that it contained explicit materials which some students might find offensive and upsetting. Oh, my goodness. The social butterflies of little kids in this education world would find 1984 an offensive book. It's filled with truth is what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, this is this is how the propagandists have to do it. I mean, they have to, you know, uh, truth is now disinformation. And, you know, uh, and they said that some of it was offensive. Um, you know, how many times have you reported on this show the the disgusting pedophilia laced pornography in school systems all across this country, but 1984 is offensive. Yeah, <laughs> that's your left wing for you. That's hopefully get rid of them one of these days. That's what we're working on. Well, I mean, you you continue to report success after success each week, and you know what? It's it had gone farther than anybody had realized. It's so deep and so wide, all the different indoctrination and depraved and disgusting things that were happening in our schools. It wasn't going to be overturned overnight. You no, know, you are. bring it, you know, people like you bringing attention to it and then teachers and students pushing back. It's, 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 you know, we've got to be grateful for every inch of success. Yeah. It's, it's, it's beginning to turn, which is really good. Right. Anyway, uh, rather than embrace the good, the true and the beautiful, many of their schools, have adopted the politically correct fads of secular institutions. We're talking Catholic schools here. So parents who think you, your kids are safer, you're in a Catholic school, get ready for this. Anthony S. Olin, a prominent professor at Providence College, resigned and moved to a small Catholic school, still in the old tradition, and which had not yet abandoned its religious identity. Too many of the Catholic schools have adopted curriculum on gender studies, LGBT, BLM, ethnic studies, and so forth, rather than educate basics and classical literature. I got a question. I got a question from a bestie who's in town. Um, You know, Louisiana is the only state divided by Catholic parish. Liz, you hearing hearing about any of the Catholic schools, Sacred Heart or any of them down there? No, that that ain't happening in New Orleans yet, thank goodness. No, these are up in the Midwest, Northeast. Yeah. Wow. Um, All right, I think this is a good time to take a break. Okay. Bob's going to stay over as always, and then we're going to continue with him on the other side of the break. And then I got more news for y'all later on in Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing the discussion with my buddy Bob Walters. Uh, Skins is going to look into a situation I just found out about. It. Apparently, hazmat suits 
were at American Airlines Terminal and John Wayne Airport, not far from you, Bob Walters. Skins is going to look into it, but do you was this something that you even know about? No, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, uh, so well, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a hazmat story for you to tell you how to be safe up in OC. You tell us what's going on in the schools. We'll keep you safe in OC. So, all right, that's fair enough. Good deal. Uh, so, carry, carry on. CRT has now made its way in as mandatory training at most of the top U.S. medical schools. What would be the purpose of that? A medical school, and they've introduced CRT as part of the curriculum. Wow. I don't understand because, and I don't have time to get into it, but I don't even know if you know, Bob, I helped train medical students for about 10 years at UCSD Medical School. And I was, it was really in-depth training. I was a part of grading them. If they didn't pass through me and the work that I did, they didn't pass med school, okay? And let me tell you, there was absolutely nothing that had anything to do with uh, CRT involved in these students in their curriculum, it, yeah. it, it's not relevant. I mean, do you know how to, can you listen to somebody's heart, listen to their lungs? Can you accurately diagnose a medical condition that's going on? That's all that we should care about. And when we are going down the road of politicizing med school, medical school training, we're done as a nation, right? We, we, you know, that's crazy. We're pushing the edge. You're right. Uh, okay, carrying on. A radical group called SECUS, S-E-C-U-S, Sex Education for Social Change, that's their initials. It's hosting a series of activities meant to encourage public schools to implement their version of social change. This would include a whole range of sexual topics, such as at a young age, to groom our kids throughout their school years so that by the time they graduate, they become full-fledged comrades in the social revolution. That is what they're intending. It's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly what they're intending. Yeah. Here's something else that kind of surprised me. Private schools, not just public, are now training teachers to expose kids at young, as young as four to sexually implicit content in secrecy and without parental knowledge as directed by the National Association of Independent Schools. This is the Association of Private Schools in America. I can't believe it. Four-year-olds? And what, what, what kind of sexual do- content are they showing four-year-olds? I'm not quite sure what it is. It's, it starts in pre-K. And they talk about the penis and the vaginas. And where they feel like inside, so far as their sex. So even private schools are not safe for parents. You got to really check what's going on with their curriculum, not just the public schools. And you know what? You know, I was talking to my, my bestie during the break, and she was saying that, you know, I was asking her, what do you think about that interview with the guy from the RNC? She goes, you know what? All he wanted to do was we got to win, we got to win. And what we need to be doing is saying, here's what we're going to do when we win. And one of the things that we need, to, whether it's dealing with this Biden administration and, him, you know, and she's right, we'll be lucky if we're not in literally full-blown World War Three by the midterms. But I want to hear Republicans say, if I'm elected to Congress, I'm going to pass a law um, that that requires cameras in the classroom. Yeah, a couple of states have done that, which is great. Yeah, but we need, I, th- I think you reported, was it 14 states maybe? Or that might have yeah. been something else. But we uh, need this nationally. If we've got the National Department of Education, they need to demand that because all this crap going on with these teachers privately doing stuff, whether it's pushing kids through transgenderism, pushing pornography on them, um, some of the stuff, there was a video that went viral that some black teacher was grabbing some you know, little white girl by her ponytail and hitting her in the head and knocking her to the ground. That was recorded by a kid. But, you know, some of that crap, we, we can knock off a whole lot of crap going on in our schools with some cameras. 
Wow. At every age, too, right? Don't you agree, Bob? Even into, into colleges and universities. Well, I agree. It shouldn't just be with elementary school. Right. It should be all the way up through school, all of them. Wow. you got Apple now who's jumped into the battle for our kids' minds. A resource guide just posted for pre-K to fifth grade digital library uh, suggestions bragged it creates opportunities for meaningful conversations about race. This is their curriculum of, of programs they're putting out to the schools and suggests that only white people can be racist. Good part on Apple. The guides are part of Apple's racial equity and justice initiative. It also to make sure indigenous and communities of color aren't disproportionately impacted by environmental issues, whatever the hell that means. I don't know. Yeah. Um, is doing this, frankly. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I'm sitting here thinking, I mean, I know that this, this, the Democrats took over our school systems decades ago, but it does just seem like it's almost overnight that it's been run away, like a binge, uh, you know, to on, on what they could push. And I almost think it is. I think it's been the past year or so or two years. It's really been a push to, to see how much they can get ingrained in the schools, because once they get it in there, it's hard to get it out. Kind of right. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm explaining that well, but it seems as though that's been the case. You're 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 right. And at least the public, by getting more aware of it, it's beginning to react because there's so much of it going on. My God. Yes. Can't stand it anymore. Right. And I don't know about up in Orange County, but down here, the, the, there's enough awareness now to where we shouldn't have so many seats in San Diego County in different school districts where Democrats are running on a post. Yeah, that's true up here, too. Is it? It's sad. We're trying to fill them. That is one of my side projects in my spare time. <laughs> in your spare time. Then <laughs> you got in Utah, the Republican governor says he will veto school choice bill which was just passed due to inflation fears. <laughs> he says, so he's not going to allow this at this time. I have no idea the connection between inflation fear and vetoing a school choice bill by yep. a conservative state governor, a Republican at that. It just happened last week. So a Republican, you know, vetoed school choice. Yes. Just want to yep. make sure we get that clear. Vetoed school choice. Um, this and school choice basically it, it, it doesn't it doesn't cost anymore. What it's about is correct me if I'm wrong, Bob. This is one of your initiatives. It's about just basically taxpayer money that's already going to the schools that follows kids to, to be able to go to whatever school they want to go to. Correct. Correct. That's why this governor. I don't know where he's got off the wrong dime totally to make this kind of an action. Well, you would probably we would probably have to do a deep dive into campaign donations to him. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. I uh, also finally just will give you a little word that 25% of superintendents have resigned their positions this past two years, a huge increase from the past. As hard as things were at the start of the pandemic, the gradual return of in-person learning has made it even worse for these professional leaders, as bad as they are. People shouting on masks, vaccines, and curriculum has not made life anything but miserable for many of these superintendents, and they've resigned in massive numbers compared to the past. And I say good riddance for most of them. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. See That's ya. Right. Okay. All right, so... Uh, well, let me ask you this, though. I, are school board you know, superintendents, are they like Congress to where once they get in for one term, they're set for life with all these pensions and all this? I don't think it's that way for school board. 
Well, school boards elected each each uh, each two years. Or They're four elected, years. but I don't know that they get pension programs and anything like that. Maybe I don't think so. we we need to be th- thinking about how we can get rid of. Uh, some of these, you know, guaranteed pensions for life as soon as somebody gets elected to one term in Congress and we get rid of a lot of these, the Mitch McConnell career politicians that are killing us. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's really off off the dime. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of research that can still be done to get to the bottom of a lot of this. Yeah. Anyway, um, I want to encourage everybody to get a hold of uh, wethekids.us. They just won an award, I think I mentioned last week, mm-hmm. second year in a row. For an outstanding radio broadcast uh, award they got, and it's it's deal with hooked on history. It's a it's a show directed to kids to teach them to be proud of America and its past. Well, and I'm, got an award. Well, yeah, time. and and I'm hoping we're going to be able to have them call in the show next week. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to try to make that happen so you guys can hear directly from we the kids. And again, on the petition drive, we're up to about 450,000 signatures. We still need a million more in the next 40 days. So please get a hold of CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and volunteer yourself to get involved. Mm-hmm. We'll send the petition out to you, whatever else it needs to get you to get your neighbors to sign. Yes. Win this thing. Yes. That's all I got. All right, Bob. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a glorious weekend, my friend. You too. Thanks, have a good one. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. All right, stay tuned. we got uh, some interesting news coming up, so don't you go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E, and connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A.K. Dynamite in a Dress. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, I, I've never felt so unsafe and un- insecure as an American Completely citizen. Completely unsettling. Ever. Um, it's, and it's a two-pronged. It's not just because we have a literally demented, corrupt clump of cat. He's what gets scooped out of litter boxes. He's just absolutely corrupt. Um And uh, sitting in the White House, who was installed in the White House like a low flush toilet that didn't work. Worst president in U.S. history, Yeah, um, then on top of it, we have been so militarily weakened at this point. And then I read, um, I guess this was news from earlier today, that uh, that the Biden administration presented China with intelligence, our intelligence that we have from our crack IC, right, uh, gave them... Our intelligence on Russia's troop buildups to China in hopes that Xi was going to step in. Xi, who's like buddies with Russia, right? I mean, they, they developed recently some, you know, trade route, you know, deal between the two of them. They're, they're, you know, Xi and Putin are like besties, right? Let me guess China's response. They probably laughed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, how do you say, shut up, you doddering, you know, fool. Thanks for the intel, you idiot. How do you say that in Mandarin? I don't know. So um, Dinesh, you know, is trending. Dinesh D'Souza uh, is trending on Twitter right now because, you know, he is just absolutely crushing Biden and Hunter and bringing in what everybody should be talking about, which is the Hunter and Joe Biden connection to Ukraine. Um, 
uh, one of the things uh, Dinesh said was he's feeding vital info to one enemy who then feeds it to another. What would Machiavelli say about this blundering fool? Um, One of the things I was going to talk about was um, I've been literally canoodling around with what is this meant to cover up? Biden literally created the situation in a variety of different ways to have Russia go in. Why? Why would he do this? If we look back and see everything that the Obama and the Biden administration has been doing since 2015, it was about covering something up, wasn't it? The Russian, the planting, the, the um, crossfire hurricane, planting spies in the Trump administration, going lying to the FISA courts to spy on the Trump administration was about covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, including the fact that she was the one colluding with the Russians to create a smear file on Trump to affect the outcome of the election, right? So they had to, it's projection. We've got to accuse Trump and try to frame Trump to cover for crimes we're committing. That was carried into the Russian collusion hoax investigation, right? What was the Ukraine, Ukraine whistleblower impeachment about? Trump was getting too close to the crimes that were committed by Hunter Biden. I reported recently about the emails that came out with George Kent with the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. They were all talking about what? About Hunter Biden and Burisma and the corruption that was going on there and, and concerned at the, at the tail end of the Biden of the Obama administration, what was going on there. So the Ukrainian whistle with the Hunter Biden and Joe, the, the, what was going on with the vice president's son, right? So when, um, the spies in the White House saw that Trump was getting close to it, they had to pull the trigger on impeachment of Trump, accusing him of abuse of power. Which was to cover up for Joe Biden's abuse of power in the White House. So then you have to go. Now, here we are with Ukraine and Russia, the two countries that were behind the last efforts, every one of these efforts in recent times to cover up the crimes. How is this not somehow about covering up the crimes of Joe Biden and Hunter? It has to be. It has to be, particularly when nobody's talking about the fact that yesterday it was reported that Hunter Biden's travel under the travel that was supposed to be documented with it when his father was vice president, his travel itinerary is now missing. At the same time that his exes have been meeting and giving uh, and giving testimony in front of grand juries. And suddenly we've got this going on. I know it sounds crazy, but I was also accused of being a conspiracy theorist when I said we didn't need the lockdowns too. Right. I was accused of being a conspiracy theorist when I said this this mass stuff is about trying to gain control over you. How is it that conspiracies always end up being true in recent times? So a couple of other breaking news in Ukraine I got to get to is um, what I find absolutely astonishing and inspiring is that, first of all, the UK parliament suddenly decided to grant the right to bear arms to all of its citizens they now are able to get, you know, AR-15s, et cetera. And we've got even female members of the parliament over there in Ukraine saying, I'm not leaving and I'm going to stand here and fight for my country. And I'm going to take up arms for this country. That kind of patriotic spirit. And let me tell you, I know how corrupt they are, right? And that's why Trump should have been allowed to get to the bottom of the corruption that was going on with Ukraine government and Burisma. And, and what else did that involve that's at play here? Energy, the energy sector. Who, what company was Hunter Biden on the board of? Uh, energy company Burisma. What's about to happen in the next couple of weeks? The sentencing of Hunter Biden's partner in all of this. 
I don't know. Maybe it's a quinky dink skins that this but is all going the down over there for standing up. Yeah. Bless them for standing up. But it, I, there's just it, there's too many dots that I, and I'm going to continuing to ponder it. Let's continue this discussion. Our comment line, if you want to call in, is available 24 hours a day. It's 844-814-5227. Thank you to the listeners tonight. Thank you, Bob Walters. Thank you, Skins. Thank you, my bestie who's here. Hasn't said anything on air, but that's okay. She's here in spirit. Love you, girl. And love all y'all. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.